Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. Welcome to the Call That Girl Show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 98. If you want to check out my past shows and notes, you can go to callthatgirl.com, and there's a podcast tab at the top. There's also lots of other things on the website, so check it out while you're there. All right, this week, folks, I'm going to talk about, I went on vacation, and here's what happened. <laughs> but before I talk about what happened, I'm going to discuss uh, real quickly why I went on vacation, and I felt comfortable doing it because I have a backup partner for most of my sales, which is Office 365. I'm a one-woman show here, and in the past five years, I've been using App River as my my uh, partner for sales and support for Office 365. I know it's real easy to go create your own account with Microsoft and do everything there and you know make more money with margins and things like that. But what I found for me to stay with my hustle and what I do well, which is inbound sales, setup, configuration, and support, is the Office 365 I sell as a partner with AppRiver and you know, the clients set up their own account with them and pay the billing to AppRiver. Um, they, in turn, do support. You know, they, they do a lot of support for the clients, but I also sell my prepaid tickets to my clients as well. So when I do an Office 365 setup, I sell a prepaid ticket. So I'm making money, you know, from the, the client already. Uh, AppRiver pays me a commission then for the sales that come in from the, the partner sales I make. I like having them as a backup partner and here's why. So nights and weekends, I tell my clients, call them for password resets and simple things. A lot of my clients though call me for like configuration help, training, you know, they need a new, you know, new user set up and they want, you know, them to know how the company does things. So there's a lot of use for me still. So don't think just by having, you know, a partner to do the sales part that you're losing money. In fact, I still make a lot of money doing this. And um, I found this model works for me as a one woman show because I really like being able to keep doing more sales. You know, I don't like having to manage everything on nights and weekends and it's nice to have them as a backup partner. So if you're in that same kind of position and you know, don't want to just rely on yourself with having your own Microsoft account, it's good to have a partner. Um, AppRiver does partner sales or resellers. So you can still do a reseller account and build your clients yourself and you get to still use AppRiver for your backup, which is nice because let's say you're having a big DNS issue, a big snag up and you can't figure it out. You can call AppRiver, they'll help you through it. And I've heard sometimes they help your clients too if you absolutely need it. Um, they have a really good rate of not having to call Microsoft. They've got engineers on that help. And um, you know, so I think in the past few years, I've only had one client need to have Microsoft maybe step in. And that was that sticky Outlook 2016 configuration setup snag because you can't do it manually anymore. Yeah, good, good time that job was. Uh, a lot of work figuring it out. But, but anyway, email my rep, Steve Harris, sharris at appriver.com. That's the big promo for the show this week. But I got to tell you that it just made me feel more comfortable on my vacation when <laughs> I don't have to worry about that stuff. So let's talk about my vacation because it was interesting story. Um, it was around November 
I decided that I was well overdue for a vacation and I hadn't really gone on one in a long time. So my friend had a timeshare down in Mexico and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go by myself. I don't want to go with any friends. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to go alone and just relax, do what I wanted on my schedule. Maybe do nothing. Maybe just go to the pool and drink all day, whatever. Um, so I planned it in November, December. And, you know, as you're starting to plan, like the week before your vacation, you got to start thinking of the things that you need to take care of. I wanted all my tickets closed for one thing. I wanted every ticket done. Nothing leaving had opened for when I get back. That was not so hard to do. Um, I use Adam, our carpenter from IT Pros of Iowa, for my backup. So I knew I had a backup technician in case, you know, like one of my prepaid ticket clients called. I made it very clear. Um, I put it in my email out of office. I put it on my voicemail. But I didn't give out his information. I just kind of said I have a backup technician. And I think most of us as entrepreneurs, our fear is going off the grid and business is going to die. You know, or you're going to come back and be like, oh my God, there's no clients. No one's calling. You know, you have to get over that fear because <laughs> either way, you don't know what's going to happen when you get back. My little story has a twist. Um, so anyway, I get on vacation. Uh, I think I got to the resort Saturday night and I was still like in work mode. I'm always in work mode, right? So Saturday night I had a, you know, sat out of my deck. It was so nice to enjoy the moisture, <laughs> the smell of water. Cause I live in Las Vegas where it's really dry and I just enjoyed my night. And the next morning I had coffee ordered room service and, and just, uh, enjoyed my morning, went to the pool. And after that, my brain went to mush. Yep. I didn't think about work anymore. I didn't care. I'd played around on Facebook a little bit, but literally I just kind of didn't even think about work. I took care of my emails every day. Like the requests that came in, I kind of had a standard reply. I'm on vacation until next week. Here's a link to my online calendar. People were booking appointments. I was making sales every day. Um, Adam, I think, only had to step in once on the job, maybe. And during that week, we sold some migration. So I worked, but I didn't. And for those that say, well, you need to go 100% off the grid, you almost can't if you're an entrepreneur, you know? I had a client tell me when I said to him, I might just bring an iPad, and he was like, you're kidding, right? And I was like, no, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. He was like, Lisa, you own a business, and clients... He was like going to say, like me, if I have an emergency, I want you to be there. So I was like, you know what? Until I'm 100% staffed up to do that, I can't go 100% off the grid. But I'll tell you that just answering those emails and such was enough for me to feel like I went off the grid. And, and when I wasn't doing emails, I really didn't think about work. I really enjoyed my time off. Well, unfortunately, come time to go home, I was so brain mush that I got home Saturday night the next week and I really was like overwhelmed with the unpacking. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And as I shoved everything in there and I was just lazy and tired. I had three, three airports to go through. I had to go through Cancun, Houston, Las Vegas. They're all big. And I was exhausted Sunday. I was another mush and I just couldn't get in the spirit. I was like, I just can't get my groove back on. You know? So I just kind of did, I saved all my emails um, 
from the week. I saved a little folder called After the Trip. So things I could read or deal with, you know, whatever. And I got most of them done Sunday morning. And then I was like, back to mush mode. I'm like, this ain't good. Mm -mm. I was like, what happened to my zentosis? You know, I'm like, I'm supposed to feel all refreshed and stuff. I really just kind of felt like, hmm, this doesn't feel normal for me. So then, uh, Monday morning, I was booked up solid. Tuesday, I was actually booked up solid, too, because of all the people from the past week. And I was booked up halfway through Wednesday. That's my Monday morning. I had no wiggle room for hardly anything. And I was like, okay. And every day, I had back-to-back-to-back appointments. I think my problem was is I was taking appointments and wasn't checking my scheduler to give me a little break in between. So every day I was just like hotboxing appointments and I kept my cool with people and I was trying to just keep it, but I was feeling very exhausted. And, um, the end of the week came and I was like, what happened? I was busy, like slamming busy. And I was like, so what was vacation? Then I was super busy. I'm like, what happened to that refreshing feeling I'm supposed to have? It, it didn't happen. You know? So I took the weekend off. I didn't do any appointments. I finally finished unpacking that weekend. <laughs> it took that long. Finally caught up with laundry and all the other stuff. And then I said, okay, next week, let's really be good with my scheduler and leave room in between. Well, this is not last week. And today is March 10th, in case you're listening in the future. And it was another busy week. In fact, Monday morning, I woke up and was like, Oh my God, I'm already halfway booked out again this week. So I did what you do when you're, uh, you know, you can do this as I raise my fees. Now my clients, if you're listening and you know, I raise my fees if it's busy and I lower them if it's slow. That's just how I do to control the schedule. And I was booked all week. again, <laughs> even at the 169 hour rate. So I was like, holy smoke. This was a long week, but this week at least I gave myself more break time because I could watch it. I think my problem was in Florida, I had uh, the time zone difference and it messed up in my outlook. So I was seeing things three hours off and I was like not paying attention because I was just accepting appointments, you know? So anyway, uh, yeah. So to recap, the week after was crazy. This week was a little better. This weekend, I'm finally feeling like, okay, my new rate I sold three appointments today on Saturday without doing anything. So now I'm like, do I need to go higher on my rate? See what happens. I'm just going to stay right now and see where it goes. But uh, if you're, you know, an independent technician like myself, you know, that's one thing I've learned is in the past year is I tried to raise my fees and I would get like, if it was too slow, the market was telling me it was too high. But sometimes when you're in demand, it's better to raise them and then just fluctuate. So I, I've been doing that and I'm happy with that. And, you know, if one day I have to go up even higher, then I lose a lot of clients. But um, that's just how it goes, I guess. I don't know. I've really never been in this position where I was raising it too much. <laughs> or at least trying to figure it out. But anyway, so I went on vacation. That's the topic of the show. And my business did not fail. In fact, it got busier. So those of you that think it might fail, here's just a couple things that you can think of maybe to prevent that is do some marketing before you go on vacation. Send out a newsletter, send out a sale, you know, uh, something like, hey, you know, I'm, um, 
you know, here's like a tune-up deal or virus removal special. Just get stuff on the books for when you get back so you feel comfortable. In fact, I sent out a newsletter to my clients saying I was going to go on vacation. And uh, someone emailed me and said, why would you do that? I said, I don't know, because I talked to my, my newsletter people, like their friends and their clients. I got so many responses from people saying, enjoy your time off, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, it was just kind of a fun newsletter. It's no one was expecting it, you know. And just to let you know that um, I didn't add this, but I only had one emergency call from a client who was not a prepaid client, by the way. His email wouldn't open. And I said, look, I'm in Mexico and I can't remote in right now, but call this other tech if you need it. Otherwise, try a couple things. But that was it. One emergency call. And none of my clients, I was like surprised kind of, like I expected more. I think we put out expectations that are, you know, they're not going to, every client's going to have an emergency. Well, to me, an emergency is if your email, let's say I'll look doesn't open, but you can view it on the web. No, well, that's a partial emergency. You know, even though they love their outlook and everything, it's still partial. You know, like they can still get to their email, still on their phone. Outlook will break. But uh, I didn't get any, so that was that, and I was pretty happy about it. Um, my expectations were met. I just, you know, I think next time I go on vacation, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to schedule out time early on my calendar, so I have break time in between, because that was, I think that's what just beat me down the most, was coming back to too busy, and then the next week I was like, still too busy, so now this week I'm looking at, oh, maybe we'll have a nice nice schedule but you know i'm gonna look at my calendar right now monday i know i'm booked out already and tuesday's half already but wednesday's looking better all right so what else do i want to talk about this week guys let's see i was gonna do um no it's been a few weeks since my last show uh you know i had a client that um i love when they do this it's like they have a budget already in mind. And they're ready to go. They found me on LinkedIn. Then they vetted me out, found me on Facebook, and actually chatted with me on my Facebook page, which never happens. And I sometimes don't believe when people do that because I'm like, oh. But she actually sent me her email. It was legit. She said, we want to move to Office 365. We're using uh, Gmail right now. And they're using a free Gmail. And typically when folks do that, they started their Gmail account like in 2005, <laughs> back in the old days. And, you know, it's a lot of retraining, rebranding. So I said to the client, yep, here's what I can do. I've done this for many clients is let's go buy, you know, get your domain set up. I'll set up your exchange. We'll get your mailboxes set up. I'll remote into all the computers. We'll set up everybody's new account. We'll figure out how we're going to transition these three people all use the same Gmail account. Luckily, it wasn't a big file. I was a little worried. But, you know, I said, let's go, go slow. Got it all done. One of their biggest obstacles was they wanted their, their synchronized contacts between all three. And that's when I said, you know, there's a lot of sharing things we could do within the office, but let's just do what I think is better. Let's get a separate mailbox. I talked about this on the last show about calendar sharing, but this is typical for context too, is when people need to do um, 
searching and such, it's better to have a mailbox there. I just found out, in fact, yesterday that the SharePoint connector in Outlook does not search contacts, which I wasn't aware of, but I found that out. So that's another bonus to not using those because the search didn't work. Um, so anyway, I set up a, a spare mailbox for them. I got it all in their Outlook setup. I imported all their contacts. I let it sync up. They got their categories back. I'll tell you, people in those categories, very important. And if you don't know how to get categories back, the colors, I'm just going to tell you real quick. Now I'll walk you through it. Open up your Outlook. Right-click on your mailbox in the folder. Go to Data File Properties, Upgrade to Color Categories. That will take, hmm, it can be instant or it might take a few hours. Just leave Outlook open. It should, it should do it. But anyway, so that setup in the configuration outlook and the contact training, I think they're about three hours. But remember, we went real slow. But, you know, the point about this job is that I told, the, you know, the client, here's how I do the work, and this will take this amount of time. So you, have, you can purchase a four-hour ticket or an eight-hour ticket. Now, I, you might ask, why do you lose money when you sell these, you know? Because I am, I could do it at the 169 hour and that would have made me a lot more money, but I've always liked the prepaid tickets, cash and flow or cash flow, you know, every month for me gives me some buffer room. I like the quick help desk work that comes from it. You know, if you're billing someone by the hour and they call in with a five minute question and I have to remote it and click a button, you know, how do you build that off when you're doing hourly? You know, to me, it just doesn't work. So I like the prepaid tickets and actually it's worked for me for a long time now. So I'm not going to change it. And that is why I cannot figure out an MSP model for my business either. And, um, I've tried, I've really tried hard actually. Like how can I get someone to pay me monthly for outlook troubleshooting and setup configuration help desk? So if you're listening and you know a magic trick to it, remember, I am not going to do the reselling for the Office 365. No way. I like how it's working the way I do it. So if you have an idea, let me know. Email me, Lisa, call that girl. Biz. love to hear some ideas. And that will actually flow in nicely with a new thing I have coming out here soon, which I can't share 100% yet, but it's coming up. It's a big deal. It's gonna be great. It has to do with Office 365 and learning. Yeah, I'm doing some more training, of course. And you guys will hear all about it first on my podcast here. Um, so anyway, the to finish up that job, the client has a lot more to do. They haven't integrated their Gmail to use the new exchange accounts yet, but they want to, so it's just slow. And sometimes clients, when they've been on a system so long to dramatically change a system for them, it, it's I've seen people reverse it and go back because they're scared. People didn't understand it. So if you're a technician selling Office 365 to people that are using old stuff, just offer, <laughs> this is what I like saying, I can go really fast or I can go really slow. And if you guys want to go really slow, let's do it. Some people are really fast about stuff. They, they want to pick it up and go. You know, like I had two clients last week. I, I went probably my fast speed plus some and that i think those two clients could have it was a is a two uh two partner team they're faster than me <laughs> i could keep up with them and i kept telling them like i 
I wanted to say one time, I think my brain shut off actually, you know, but, but you know, when I'm selling my tickets, I, I try to tell that to people. I'll go your speed. I'll give you homework. You guys can test, make sure it works for you. I think that's the best way to, uh, you know, set up a consultation the right way. Cause that seems to work for me. Uh, and then you meet expectations too with the clients because another thing I say to them is if you ask me a question, I don't know it. I will tell you, I don't know it. Like some of these folks come up with some crazy ideas of what office 365 can do. And then I have to go, no, it won't do that. And if I think it can be done through using a expert, then I say to them, I have an expert I can refer you to and they'll help you, but that doesn't come off your prepaid ticket. No. I always keep people in their own billable pool. That seems to work well with me too. All right. Then I had, um, another thing I learned about clients before the vacation is that when I get a, a, a call in and someone's like, okay, we got a lot of issues. We have a lot of issues, let's say. Well, that's when I decided to have a new thing to kind of figure this out, which you guys might laugh, but it seems, I think to, it might work. So I get people, I say, send me your wish list, right? Of everything you want to get done, your goals, you know, what you want to figure out with the office. And I've learned that if they send me eight pages in Word, that's going to be an eight-hour job right away. I've learned that uh, the, a lot of the clients will write out the, the whole entire problem and the solutions they want. So that means that they are, are interested in probably learning more and that they've already spent time on it. So just to be fair, I, if you send me a four-page document, I'm going to quote you four hours. And if it's less, great. If it's more... I'll tell you too that we're going to need more time, but I've learned that the, if you go the client's speed, that's where you, that's your sweet spot. Um, I can go really fast. I've had some clients panic and they're like, you're going too fast. I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything you need to learn. I'm fast, but you know, I actually want to put it on my client agreement form. Do you want me to go really super fast or do you want me to go really slow? Cause I can go slow. And in fact, slow makes me more money, but sometimes I like going fast with technical jobs if they're not on the phone, because I like going fast. <laughs> it's like, I, I just know outlook so well, I know where everything is and bing, bing, bing done. I love it. And, uh, so I don't know. There's a lot of things I like, oops, sorry. I'd like to change with the, with the client agreement form, but I'm not sure that's going to happen, but but anyway, the, the final tip on this documents thing is I always ask people for their wish list. If it's small, I, I can know what I can do. If it's long, it's one hour per page. All right. So that I figured out before the trip and that really was kind of nice. You know, I've done 98 shows now. When am I ever going to stop learning? I don't think I'm going to. I honestly think I'm always going to find something new to figure out until the cows come home. I'm just pretty sure. All right, you guys, I think I kind of knocked out everything on my list here. Um, yeah, I think I did. So let's close the show here. Um, if you guys have any questions or you want me to talk about something, uh, feel free to email me, lisa at callthatgirl.biz. Any ideas for training courses? 
I've got a lot out there, you guys. I'm not going to spill all the beans here, but um, yeah, this training course I'm doing, I've already got 32 course titles ready in the can. So if you guys are like, oh, I want to learn this one thing, I'll, I'll let you know if it's on the list. And yes, I've got some really cool trainers, all working technicians doing stuff, and it's going to be neat. Um, I've actually tried to do this course three times in the past now, and it wasn't the perfect storm for it. But this time I got the perfect storm, the perfect people. I've met some really cool people in the last couple of years. Not that I didn't meet cool people before that, because of course I did, and they're all friends still. But this last couple of years, man, this this Facebook really exploded with meeting more people. And uh, I joined the ASCII group, and that's been really a different dynamic of meeting people. And um, you know, Channel Pro Network. I'm working with them, and uh, Hank. You know, I've been doing work with Carl Palachuk, not not recently, but in the past, and uh, just expanding my network. It's been so good, it's been so nice. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, this has been a Heyman Henderson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. That's it, and see you next week, folks. Bye bye.